Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome to season two of We Met at Acme. I'm so happy that you're listening and... I just wanted to tell you a little bit about season two. Basically, every episode will start with a little solo combo, just me talking to you guys. And um, then we'll get into an interview with someone really incredible. And today is is, um, with Julie Lauren, one of my now good friends who is a host of a podcast herself called Hashtag No Filter because she has hashtag no filter, um, which is amazing. And also I feel like it's kind of making fun of people who do hashtag no filter when they post photos. Cause like, that's just kind of dorky and funny. Um, but anyway, I think you're really going to like it. And, um, also don't forget, we have a great show coming up in Boston. So if you go to wemetadacme.com slash tour, you can find out about all of our shows. We've got another one in DC in January very exciting stuff. Um, and we'll be announcing a new, another New York show soon. So stay tuned for that stuff. And on this, um, debut season two episode, we're going to talk about a few different things that either I wanted to talk about or you submitted that I should talk about. One is being too available. Um, I feel like we've talked about this a lot, but you know, being too like, a lot of a lot of people reach out like how do what does it mean to be too available how do i not be too available to be too available is when you you know say yes to every suggestion on a like for dates for example if someone asks you hey what are you doing wednesday um and you say i'm free like let's let's do it i feel like it's not a good look. I mean, if you are free, then I guess be true to yourself. But I feel like at least like when I was dating, I made sure to keep busy. And so if they gave me only one day, which I feel like isn't fair, you know, it should be like, are you free Wednesday or Thursday? But if they gave me only one day, then I would be like, oh, Wednesday doesn't work for me. But how is, you know, next Tuesday or whatever? And I think that especially in the early stages of dating, you really have to, you can't just, you know, be yesing every single date and every single night that they suggest, because then it's like, at one point you start to wonder, do they have anything else going on? And what were they doing before me? Nothing. 
Um, and then also it's like nice to have some mystery, you know, and you don't even have to give too many details about what you're doing if you're busy. I think that was another thing that I probably messed up with in the beginning of dating. I'd be like, oh, I can't, like I have a friend's birthday or like I have this, just like I have a thing or I have a dinner. Honestly, the mystery of that is so sexy. I remember when a guy would tell me he has a dinner, I would be like, oh, okay, so is he going on a date? Is he doing this? Is it a business dinner? And just to keep that mystery alive is is really hot. Um, so don't be too available. Don't be too busy. I mean, be too busy. Don't be too available. Um, I want to talk about a Facetune fail. This is so funny. So I honestly don't like, I don't really use Facetune unless it's one of those photos where like my arm is smushed against my body and it's like not how my arm actually looks and I want to fix that, whatever. But like every now and then I, I'm like too perfectionist about it because I'm a Virgo rising. And so there was one photo that I posted on my personal account, Lynn's Mets, and I like did a little bit of a fixer upper on my arm, which I didn't even need to do. I like, I regret it so much now, but I did do it. And I'm sure we've all been there and whatever. I just like, I posted it and my friend Britt texted me and she's like, babe, like I like, this is going to be a lot, but like, I have to be honest with you. Like, your, you like basically had a Facetune fail. She's like your photo. And and I'm going to pull it up right now so that if you guys are listening, you can look at it and reference. It's a picture of me in a hotel room in my like orangey top and black shorts. And the background is like totally skewed and it's so obvious, but like, it's so annoying because I only, you can see I faced in my arm in a tiny bit and then it brought that wall in behind me. And like, it's so embarrassing, but the photo is so good. And the makeup was amazing by this incredible makeup artist. So I, you know what? I was like, fuck it. I'm going to leave this photo up. So I just wanted to like come out into the open. Like I had a Facetune fail and it's there. And I'm sure, you know, if you are someone who has Facetuned or like looks at these, you know, like fashion bloggers and finds their Facetunes that you definitely saw that. Um, but I had to just like admit that because it's so awkward that I did that. But you know what? Everyone does it sometimes. No one's perfect. Swear to God, hand on my heart, like have not faced tune since, but I had to come clean about that because like I don't do it often. And obviously, you know why, because I'm terrible at it, um, but I'm leaving it up because you know what? Fuck it. So that's my face tune fail story. So Facebook is launching a dating service and what we know about it so far is that it's obviously going to be through your Facebook, which is cool. I mean, if you're still on Facebook and basically the way it works, obviously the article that I was reading freezes when I'm here to tell you, 
but it's like an in-app dating thing. And um, so I guess I'm assuming it's an app in addition to Facebook, like kind of the way that Facebook Messenger became an app in addition to Facebook. So let's say Facebook dating removes your relationship status, making it possible to use the app while staying in a Facebook official relationship. That's kind of sketchy. But I think the way that the reason they do that is because people are like in relationships with their friends and things like that as jokes. Basically, the platform matches people based on their preferences, interests and Facebook activity. So I guess Facebook is doing the matchmaking for you, which is interesting and cool. Um it won't share your dating profile with your current Facebook friends. That's good to know. And it won't match you with existing friends. So those people that are suggested to you a lot of the time, like those friends of friends, maybe they'll match you with them. And you, But you can opt into the feature of dating your friends. They have a thing called Secret Crush. You can add up to nine of your existing regular Facebook friends as secret crushes to your dating profile. Um, and if they also picked you as a secret crush, it alerts both of you. That's really cool. It kind of reminds me of Honesty Box, which I don't know if that many of you are old enough to remember, but Facebook had this feature called Honesty Box. You can write in anyone's Honesty Box without them knowing. And I remember people used to write the meanest shit to each other, which is not how it was supposed to be used. Um, and actually, I would try to make my boyfriend jealous. And I would ask some of my guy friends because it was blue if it was a guy and pink if it was a girl. And I would ask some of my guy friends to write in my honesty box and be like, hey, babe, like you're so hot. I wish you were my girlfriend. And then I would be like, oh my God, look what this guy wrote to me. Like, hope you still like me because I'm so wanted. Um, because I was a loser. But no, it was funny. I I mean, I think he was entertained by it, but he still doesn't know to this day that it wasn't real people. Um, Reasons for delaying a breakup. Reasons for delaying a breakup. There's so many reasons. I feel like, um, I mean, we should, I should ask this as an open question and I will, but there, I mean, like if there's a birthday coming up, if um, there's a trip coming up and you want to wait till after, if, it's just really cold in the winter. I feel like there's so many reasons to delay. Also, if you're scared, like if you're scared to be alone, um, if you want to meet someone else before you break up with that person, which isn't nice, but people do it. If you're enjoying the sex and so you want like to have continuous sex, but like kind of stop seeing that person. I mean, the list can go on and on. And then a lot of you guys wanted me to talk about the three-week, three-month, three-year rule. Also, I'm sorry in advance if I have a stuffy nose. I just was traveling so much and I think it's catching up with me. But um, three-week, three-month, three-year is basically different milestones. There's no official, like there's no website on this. There's no research on it online. It's just a conversation I've had with a few different friends that, you know, relationships last it's like the milestones. Like if you make it three weeks, great. And then if you make it three months, also great. And then if you make it three years, probably you could get married if to that person, if you're still happy with them. Three weeks is like, I guess when the initial like lust vibes 
start to fade. And then three months is is still obviously honeymoon period, but you're like, do I love this person? Can I see myself with this person? And then three years is like, oh shit, you know, we've, I really know this person. Do I like everything I know about this person? Do I feel like I could be with this person for the rest of my life? Um, so it's not necessarily a rule as much as much as it's just like check-in milestones. Um, and then maybe I would add like, you know, six years if you're married and you may have been married six years and you want to say like, is this marriage still serving me? Um, but I would say three weeks, three months and three years are just like milestones. Like a lot of people say, not say I love you after three months, but kind of know if they love the person. So I, I don't know. I just, I think those are milestones. Um, so I hope that was helpful and I hope you enjoyed Julie. She's incredible, super uplifting and fun. And at the end, we do this really fun game that I made up where we feed each other. We just like do a riff where we say lines people say when they're not ready for a relationship. So make sure you listen until the end and check it out and write us a review and um, hope you enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. Hi. I'm so excited to be here with Julie Lauren from Hashtag No Filter. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Thanks for bringing us fountain <laughs> soda from McDonald's. You know, I left a little early just to make sure I could stop at McDonald's and get those fountain sodas. It's really, really kind and important. I but have, you, cans are yeah. not the same. You can't have cans. I mean, no, you can. You're but right. It's different. There's it's a, a difference. difference. And, so and yes. How did you figure out that McDonald's had the best fountain well, soda? Well, you know, I've tried a lot of them. I, I you know, I don't, I don't describe so if like I'm at a diner or if I'm somewhere where there are fountain sodas, I'm going to get them. But time and time again, McDonald's is is the best. I have to. Is there Chick Fil A here? Or is that just in Houston? There is Chick Fil A here. They I saw someone too. messaged you about there. They did. People take Diet Coke very seriously, but and they come to me about. That. I agree with you. The ice is too small. Correct. And they put too much ice, and mm-hmm. then the Diet Coke uh, it's diluted. It, it, correct. So yeah. this is a very serious topic. It's a situation. <laughs> it's a situation. Like. It's very important <laughs> to have a nice crisp Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it's like the formula of the syrup or like- Yeah, I think my body, I'm di- I'm killing myself actually because I think it's like the, this disgusting syrup is what makes it so good. Right. And and just the CO, the CO2, is that what the carbon? I don't know. I don't know. I'm Something, not a scientist, but, it's, but I've heard, <laughs> I've heard that it's about the formula. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so. it's really good. Well, honestly, I'm not going to lie. Like McDonald's, everything that they make is really everything good. Is and like, it's best, I, best I can't. Place. Yeah. Like everyone that's like, you're disgusting. No. Like, no. no the fries. Really well, Wendy's is actually up there as well. I like Wendy's. I don't know if I, do they have diet? They might have diet Pepsi. That's my issue. I'll always I have diet know. Pepsi. No, you know what? Actually, they do have diet Coke. And I know okay. that because I got it. Um, Last for um, a road trip oh, last weekend. Yeah. Well, yeah. sometimes like Taco Bell's Diet Pepsi. I mean, you just have, right, to, yeah. you have to know. You have to yeah. know ahead yeah. of time. <laughs> I mean, I would freak out if it oh, were Oh, it's awful. Pepsi. I ordered actually breakfast this morning before I came here for my diner, ordered Diet Pepsi. I knew it was Diet Pepsi. Like right. I can do it if I have to, but it ended up being regular Pepsi. Oh, it was awful. Oh, that awful. the regular mix-up is fatal yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, it was disgusting. Well, I actually went to a restaurant yesterday and they had like their own like syrup mix Diet Coke. Did you like it? It was minty. 
That's disgusting. Or is it that was what did you enjoy? Horrifying. It? Oh, no, yeah, it was terrible. Horrifying. Or when they have these special like hippie dippy restaurants that have their own Diet Coke. Oh I'm my like, God. Terrible. Oh, what? And then they kept bringing me more, which in another case, if it were good, I'd be like, oh my God. This no, is but you life. can't even drink it. But it was like bad. No, I get like upset really when like I can't have my Diet Coke. That or no, wine, but Diet Coke, obviously. Me too. Yeah. But yeah. Diet Coke aside, even though I could talk about <laughs> it for the talk whole about podcast. This all <laughs> People are like, all right, guys. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Um, so Julie, how old are you and where are you from? Yeah, so I'm 33, turning 34 in January. And I currently live in New York but I go back and forth between Houston and New York. I've lived, I think I moved like 13 or 14 times in my life, but currently it's between Houston and New York. And that, and I know this because I went on Julie's podcast, she did, no filter, is because you are in a long distance marriage. Correct. So we are, we've been married five years. It was five years this past June. And, uh, We've been together about seven and he lives in Houston. His business is in Houston. We were actually very close to separating about a year ago or so. And I got an apartment in New York because I used to live in the city and I to move back. But then we ended up working things out. Things are better than ever, but we're doing long distance because I have an apartment here. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wait. So I want to go right into that because yeah. I don't know if we talked about that enough on your podcast. I don't know if we did. You probably were like, okay. stop making it about me. I know you were like, I'm such a podcast host. And she kept like asking questions. Uh-huh. I'm like, I love it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but what do you mean close to separating? Because I, so I recently did a poll question and I was like, have you ever almost broken up with your partner? Yeah. And I it, think I answered. I think every, I answer all yours. I love your poll questions. Everyone was like, yeah, of course. Yeah. And Who like, hasn't? I have too. Like right. we, you know, we go through things like all the time where we're like, you know what? And that's it. And then it's like, no, oh, yeah. no, like, like fuck that's, this, not, done. that's yeah. not it. Right. So what made you guys almost separate? I mean, we became almost like roommates. Like mm-hmm. we really like we were friends. It, it didn't there was I mean, we were barely having sex. We were right. it, it, it was almost like a not a chore, oh, kind of like a chore to do it. I mean, it was still fine. But you know what I'm saying? It was yeah. very like. Um, I felt like we were roommates. Like there was just no passion. There was no connection. Like I just didn't. And he too, but I was the one that brought it up, but it didn't feel like a marriage. Like what were right. we doing? We were literally roommates. That's my therapist. Like we would discuss it. Um, and so that's kind of what happened, but it took me a while to say something because it's scary. Like I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, I love this guy, but like something fell flat, like really flat. So finally I went to therapy six months later. He joined, maybe three months later, actually, he joined me and we've been doing couples therapy ever since. And we weren't communicating at all. I mean, like we didn't know how to communicate. Like he didn't know how to express his emotions. Right. I wasn't expressing them properly. I mean, there was so much like marriage is work. And I didn't know it, that. It so. is definitely <laughs> spoiler <work>. alert. <laughs> I mean, I'm not married and I and I definitely feel yeah. like it's, it's great. Like I feel like work. our marriage just started like, right. like not even a year ago. And like I, I feel as if I'm dating my husband now, which is actually awesome. But it's like, where the fuck have I been the past four years? I mean, it's weird. Totally. Totally. I think so for some weird reason, we feel like just, I mean, I, I, it's not a weird reason. It's probably because of like Disney movies and fucking That's every, exactly, literally yeah. everything on TV. But you yeah. think that if it's not like them bringing you coffee every morning mm-hmm. in bed and like brushing your hair and telling you you're beautiful, that like right. you're in a horrible relationship. Right. Cause you see these rom-coms and the yeah. Disney stuff and that's, and I just kind of thought it's easy. Like it's how hard could this be? Yeah. And it's not like it's hard where I mean, but it is actually, it actually is hard work. And I feel we've come such a long way and it's all due to therapy, hundred percent therapy. We know how to communicate. We talk, we don't push things under the rug. Right. We don't let things like fester. I mean, we still have a long way to go. Obviously Mm -hmm. neither of us are perfect, but we've come such a long way and we're like more in love than ever and better than ever. But it took us basically 
almost separating right. for that to happen. So and so just for the listeners who don't know, yeah. Julie is a Capricorn. I oh yes, I am. January and her husband is an Aquarius. Yep, January 30th. And um so my boyfriend's an Aquarius too. And we obviously right. we talked about on your podcast yeah. how they don't necessarily feel the need to express their emotions yeah, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I was so jealous that you had gotten him to go to couples therapy. Mm. Since then, I convinced Shut up. my boyfriend to come with me to therapy. It was like a one-time thing. That's but like, amazing. who knows? Like, he liked it, you know? Did he actually? So 100% he liked it. Nice. And I feel like I... Like, he said things that I didn't know he thought that were, like, good yeah. things. You know what That's I mean? Amazing. Like, I was well, like, why didn't you tell me that, you like, know. you they compliment, think you're a mind like, Yeah, it's crazy. That, oh, my God, I'm so happy. It's crazy. Wow. That's, no, it's, it, and at first, he was resistant. Yeah. Then he did it. Like, a few years ago, we tried, but it was a bad therapist. It didn't work. But this time, he was like, yeah, something's wrong. Like, I need to go to therapy. And so, right. when he came, but trust me, those first few sessions with him there, I mean, he barely spoke. I mean, so right. kudos to your boyfriend for like talking right away the first time. Right. And that's right. amazing. But he like the therapist would have to like pull it out of him. Right. And now he doesn't shut up. I created a monster. That's so, hilarious. <laughs> no, I feel like it was because she like she directed questions at him. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Like she knows what she's doing. Like yeah. she knows he wasn't in therapy before. Like you were. Totally. Right? Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I love therapy. Um, love it. So, <laughs> but, so you separated, but yes. then you kept this apartment. Yeah. So, Cause I had already signed the lease and, and how long was the lease for? A year. It, it was, it okay. started like November 1st or something. But it's now been what, like two years since then? No, this was this past November. Oh. Yeah. So I moved here like this past November. So we did long distance seeing each other it, like every other weekend mm -hmm. at least. Um, but then I've been spending more time in Houston. That's where I just came back from this weekend. And I was there for like three weeks at a time. Right. So it's kind of like I'm just shitting money away having an apartment in New York. But that's, I, I think if I hadn't gone to New York, we wouldn't be where we are because it took getting to that 11th hour and like ass up to the fire. Like, oh, she's leaving. Like we actually have to do something about this if we right. want it to work. Right. So I think, I like think, I'm so thankful that I could do the New York thing because I think that's why we worked. Right. And also, I mean, I don't know like what it was like before for you, but I imagine that New York was a, an amazingly creative outlet for you. Mm -hmm. Like you've grown the podcast. It's, you've met so many people. Oh my God. It. Just being back in New York, you know, yeah. I mean, it's like the people, this whole week I have podcast things going on or work things going on right. and next week. And not that Houston's a bad place by any means. It's great, but not for what I'm doing, like I, you know, totally. so it's been, that part has been great. Um, but it's different. Like when I lived in New York the first time right out of college, I mean, I was single and right. I was having the time of my life. So it's a very different, time. very different. Yeah. Yeah. So you just came back from visiting your husband in Houston. Yes. What is it like for you? Because I, I remember when I was in a long distance yeah. relationship, I mean, granted it was a boyfriend, not a husband, right. but I felt like when I was with him, we had to do like everything together because it was yeah. like a short, yep. limited amount of time. Right. And that that didn't always work for me. And like, I think like looking back because that was a relationship that didn't work out, not necessarily because of that, yeah. but for other things. Like it would have been nice if I could be like, okay, babe, like even though like we're together, like yeah. an hour a day to myself would be yes. amazing. Like how does that work? Yeah, it's funny when we first started doing, so we, our relationship started long distance, like seven mm -hmm. years ago, we reconnected, knew each other growing up, but reconnected and he was Houston, I was New York. We were long distance for about eight months. Um, So more so that time, it was such short trips because we didn't have the flexibility with our work to stay longer. And it was cramming everything in. You didn't have a, a minute to breathe. And like, I need my alone time. Like right. I'm an, what am I, an 
ambiver- like I'm an introverted extrovert. Like yeah, like you need I, I need to, to be, be alone, alone to but like I also get love energy. People. But yeah, yes. I'm the same way. An ambivert. An yeah, ambivert. That's what yeah. it is, right? Okay, mm-hmm. that's what my friend told me. I'm like, okay, there's a word for this. So yeah. that that was difficult. So this time around, though, we we're seeing each other ex- more extended periods of time. So we do have that time to be on our own. But it is it is hard. Like that's why long distance relationships. I think they're so. Um, I mean, look, some people it works great for, and it worked for us. But when you're together, it's amazing. It's perfect. It's honeymoon phase. Like you're, it's like a vacation and then you're apart. I just don't think it's real life. Like it's not really real life. So we, yeah, I mean, to your point, I, yeah, you don't get alone time is the answer. Like I didn't have alone time. And then we're just like, and I'm like, okay, I need a minute. Like you start getting almost annoyed with them a little bit sometimes, but But it's like supposed to be enjoyable and honeymoon. Right. But now like, are you able to have, and now it's different because we've been doing more extended periods of time together. And I think because of all this therapy and everything. And like, we know each other so much better now. Like he gets that I need my alone time and like he likes his alone time too. So it works. Um, but yeah, so now it just kind of works. Like it just feels different this time around. And I think it's because we were like literally this close to like divorcing. Right. Um, yeah. So do you think that there's something about being close to breaking up or divorcing in your case that like really reignites like a relationship and like makes you more appreciative and take them less for granted. hundred percent. I mean, of course, depending on the reason, like if the guy was a dick and cheating, I mean, if there was all this stuff, I don't know. But for this case where it's like, we knew we loved each other, but there was just something that fell flat. And so, and the passion died. So we were so close to that. And then when it came back, I mean, oh my God, I, I was like, I was like, every time I thought about how bad it was, I got like a knot in my stomach. Like, oh my God, I almost lost this. Like, and so I'm like so much more, not, I mean, I was always grateful, I guess, but so grateful now. And like, I don't take it for granted. And I just like look at him differently. So Mm -hmm. I think it, and it took us almost getting divorced. So I think like couples that are maybe about to break up, like it's not such a bad thing because it brings a lot to the forefront that you have never talked about. Right. So, and what would you say that you did that was helpful during that time where like you thought it was over for a second, you know, like to to take care of yourself? Oh my God, it was, I was a fucking mess. I I cried all the time. Um, I literally just focused on me. I was like, I need to feel like my best self if I'm, whether or not we stay together or not. I was like, if we break up, yeah. I obviously need to feel like my best self to be able to handle it. Cause if I don't feel good, I'm just, nothing works. And right. from, I'm talking like physical appearance, everything. Um, and I was like, but even if we stay together, I want to be my best self for this like second phase of our marriage. Right. So I really like, I mean, I was going to the gym a lot. I, you know, I, I don't say, I wouldn't say I was eating great, but I was just like focusing on me. I went to therapy every week and it's not cheap, but I like, that's where my money was going. I went to therapy mm-hmm. every week. You know, if I had an event or something, I bought a new outfit. It sounds maybe very shallow and whatever, but I wanted to feel good no, always. Oh my God. And, yeah. I what like, I do every day. Right. Like, like, <laughs> I just um, I just went crazy shopping for did an you? upcoming trip that I'm um, taking with my boyfriend. No, nice. where are you going? I mean, I shouldn't. I, well, at Zara, so like at least oh, I was yeah. somewhat I mean, I'm conscious. Go to this actually, um, we are going to the south of France. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You told me that. Yeah, Amazing. yeah, yeah. I'm really excited. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it sounds cliche, but it's cliche because it's true that like right. when you're going through a low point, whether it's a breakup or like about to be a breakup, or you don't know what it's going to be. I mean, it's you got to take care of yourself because right. if you start falling by the wayside, whatever it is that makes you feel your best or worst self and that's happening. I mean, nothing's good. I mean, it's like you're digging a deeper hole. Totally. And I just, I distracted myself and I cried a lot. Like I fully cried a lot. I just let it out. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's so easy to like self-destruct even harder when you're feeling shitty about oh my God. a relationship or like a, a non-relationship. A non, right. Like, I mean, I, you could, I, there were days I sat on the couch and just like binged my weight and food because I sure. was just like, I didn't want to feel anything. Like it was just so 
the, I want to be like numb almost. I mean, it sounds like I'm an addict or something. But no, no, <laughs> no. I, I like, I totally get that. Yeah. I feel like when, like, whenever, like in the past, when like my partner and I would fight, like a lot of the reasons would be because like I hated myself in that moment. Right. And like, right. I'm just projecting my of feelings course, of hating myself onto hating them. Right. Exactly. You know? I think it's like, even with friendships, like it's your own insecurities or your own issues that are like, it's not their problem. It's actually your problem. Right. That is the exactly. Reason. Like right. my therapist always tells me, she's like, you know, like you're hard on X, Y, and Z because you're hard on yourself. Like hundred percent. You treat other people how you treat yourself. Of course. And that's why it's like, I mean, again, cliche, but that's why you have to work on yourself and like be okay with yourself before jumping into a relationship. Like right totally. out of college, I was not, I would not say I was in a great place with myself. So I would hook up left and right. I'd feel shitty the next day. But in the moment I'm like, oh, a guy like, like I felt like attractive and great. Totally. And then it's like, what the fuck did I just do? Like, right. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so I have like a list of topics. So oh, I'm just going to rob you. I love it as I drink out. my Diet Coke. Oh, no. Don't cut this out because you're still being entertaining. <laughs> um, okay. Let me find it. I'm still being entertaining with my Diet Coke. Uh-huh. So good. Um, while I look for the list. Yeah. Who are you like liking enjoying their content right now on Instagram. So I'm obsessed with, and I actually just interviewed her yesterday for my podcast. Oh, Are you familiar with Heather McMahon? She's part of Dear Media. I she do. just got done. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. The podcast. So Is she's she a, a comedian. comedian? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. She's a comedian and actress and I eat her shit up. She's so fucking funny. Like mm. I just love, like it's, I don't know. No, I guess you wouldn't have known. Maybe you did. I took an Instagram break after actually a couple weeks ago for like I a week. Didn't Full on know didn't that. go on Instagram. Like what? Wait, like, had we met at that point? I think it was Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, th this was at, no, like this was just like two weeks ago. Oh, I had no idea. I know. I didn't make a thing of, well, obviously I, I wasn't on. I feel like I just, well, I you're so, everyone's so busy. No. Yeah. And I, because I just kind of got like fed up with stuff. I was yeah. like, I need a break. So I was off for a week and I, when I came back on, I'm like, okay, I didn't go on like on an unfollow spree, but right. I was really kind of like taking inventory of like who makes me, like who I enjoy following. So she's definitely one. Right. I love That's taking really your polls. Smart. You're like, who do I miss? Who do I miss? And yeah. I, but I really enjoy taking your polls. Oh. But sometimes I answer and I'm in like the 22%. Oh, that I don't know. And then I'm like, know. oh God, she's going to think I I'm definitely like a... <laughs> don't see it. I promise. I promise. Um, okay. So I have our little suggestions, which yeah. I'm really excited about. Oh, I can't wait. I think this is actually perfect because you're married. So you, you know, might have had many of these in the, in the past yeah. already. But one of the questions is first date tips. Ooh. So do you have any first date tips? First date tips. Um, Don't take it too seriously. Like, yeah. do not overthink it. And I know that's so hard because... Of course, well, of course you're going to overthink it, but try not to overthink it and just like have fun and just know you're probably gonna have like a million more of these. Maybe not. Maybe it'll be like the one. I don't, I right. don't know. But, but don't think like that. Do not think like that and do not, don't like speak of your exes unless it like really comes up naturally and just, mm. just pretend you're like going out almost with like just getting to know someone. Like don't right. think it's a date because then you're going to freak out. Like with a friend. Yeah, exactly. And Ivy and wear whatever makes you feel like your best, most confident self. I agree with all of that. I actually think that it's a little impossible to like not make it a thing. So because I know. it is, you have to have multiple. 
Yes. Multiple dates. Oh, like, multiple first yes. dates that 100%, week. hundred percent. Even if you end up really liking that person and you have three more dates like lined up for the next week or two, but you really mm. just like that person, it doesn't matter. Like go on the other dates. Yep. Do not get hung up on one person right away. I couldn't agree more. It's like we're on the same page. It's <laughs> fatal. I don't know why I keep saying fatal. I think it's because I'm you listening. Did you mean fate or what did you mean? No, like it's fatal to. Oh, um, it's like deadly. Only, yeah, like deadly to only oh, like we're going have dark. one date. Like, you know what <laughs> I mean? It's because I've been listening to all these murder podcasts. <laughs> Do you me. listen to any? No, but tell me because I love okay. murders. Love well, if you're listening, um, these are all my murder podcasts at the moment, mm. but I pretty much finished with all of them. Wait, tell 22 me. hours. Okay. Um, broken hearts. Okay. And over my dead body. Literally never heard of them, but now I'm, are they, are they like multiple episodes or it's, Multiple episodes. They are about like real murders. That oh, happen. true stories. True, true murders. And each true episode crime. is a different murder. Yes. Ooh. And it's really no, no, not each episode. Oh. Each um season podcast. Each oh, season. Got each it, got season. It. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I have nightmares, but I love that show. No, it's the it's it's the best. Oh, like, amazing. Beyond. Amazing. Beyond. Okay. So um, okay. A lot of people ask how to turn casual into serious. Ooh. I don't know. Like, what do you think? Well. A, I don't think you can force anything. Um, I think you, like, if you want to bring it up, you can, but you mm-hmm. have to be prepared that the answer might not be what you want right. it to be because they might just want to fuck around. Right. Um, I don't know. Like, how how would you, like, how do you turn something? I would I mean, say you can't. Right. <laughs> um, I would say it has to, like, it either happens in the first, like, few weeks yes, or agree. it doesn't. And if you're past that mark and it hasn't turned into serious, like you need to move on. 100%. 100%. Because it, you, like they should know within those first few weeks or a month, right? That they're, Definitely. That, I mean, it's, that's the thing. Like, it's so funny, like this dating, this dating stuff. No, like it's really not rocket science, but no. it's, it's all, it's a lot of, you know, you just, you question so much because you want it to work. But like looking back on my dating stuff before Matthew, I like, that was so easy. He was not into me. You know, it's like this stuff isn't hard. Totally. It's so funny that you said that because I was, I did like my first solo episode yeah, um, I listen last to. weekend. Yes. Yeah. And when I was recording it, that's exactly what I said. Like I look back and I'm like, literally no one before my boyfriend now right. was into me. Yeah. Like yeah. literally no one. No, because did any of those things amount to like real relationships? I'm like, I mean, okay, actually like that's not true. Day, yeah. But- like a few, but and those, but, like, we knew they were into us. But of course. Other than that, like, if I no. was questioning it at all, if I was even screenshotting it to send it to a friend, right. they were not It should interested. not even be a question. Or, like, why hasn't he texted me back? Or what? Well, because like, you're not a not, priority yeah. right now. Like, exactly. For whatever the reason is. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. it's I, You can't force it, though. No. Mm-hmm. You can't force it. What do you think about texting etiquette when it comes to mm-hmm. dating? Like, what... And I'm sure, I'm sure maybe you have like a few single friends left. Yeah, yeah, I do. And I feel like they have to go to you for, for texting advice because you're just like so witty and and funny. (laughs) But am I? And And because maybe like old and married, but not old. A mix of all of the above. You're not old. (laughs) Not old, but married. A mix. So what is your best advice for friends when it comes to texting? Like I have some things, but I want to hear yours first. um, Like after a first date or just in general? In general. Um, like, okay, I'm, I'm probably gonna get shit on for this because they're gonna be like, oh, the guy doesn't have to do everything. I like when the guy initiates and I, that's like my, that's just, I'm old fashioned, whatever. If he's like, I would say if he's not, if he's not texting, he's not into you. Like, isn't that your quote? 100%. Isn't that your like, yeah. your like mantra or Literally something? Literally my mantra, you're Is, preaching to the choir. Right. I was 
someone messaged me the other day and they were like, when can I start initiating text with the guy that I'm seeing? And what did you say? I'm so I'm everyone's going to hate me, but I go when you're official. Oh, well, I was going to say, cause I was like, is the answer never or is the answer when you're like really dating? When like, you're together. like a hundred percent sure it's in the bag. In that courting phase and that beginning, like they're dating around, you should be dating around. Right. And so in terms of texting etiquette, I would say like from the little things like ease up on the emojis. I love emojis. I could all day, every ease day up. and the gifts and whatever it is. Ease up. Don't, you don't need to do like it, too many. Um, Maybe like ease up on the exclamation marks. Again, mm. I love exclamation marks, but like let's not seem too eager. Like we're yeah, waiting around our relax. phone. Yeah. If he texts you or I guess I should say he or she, whatever it is. If they text you like just give, don't respond like this. I don't think you need to respond the second you get it. Like right. if you're, if, I don't know. I mean, but then part of me is like, well, why are you overthinking it? But I'm just, I don't know. I'm thinking well, I back think, when I was I doing think this. like in terms of response time, like if your phone is in your hand, like for me, I actually got really lucky because every guy I was dating like knew that I, my business was on my phone. Right. So you're always so with your phone. I didn't, like it would be, it would show that I was into them if I didn't respond right away. Almost. Right. You know? nice so I guess that, but, okay, that depends. That depends. But like that's different for everyone. Different for everyone. And I think just um, like, look, if a guy is listening to this, like don't be an asshole. Like if you, if here's the thing, if you like her and you want or him be, or him, if you like, if you like or her they. or them, if you like whoever it is, um, like text and show that. But if you don't like, don't lead them on and, but don't ignore them. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, let's not do the whole ghosting thing. For sure. And I think also a tip, like a hot tip that I have is you don't always have to have the last word. Right. You don't need to respond if it's not a question. No, you don't. Cause what are you going to respond with? Like, yeah. And then the conversation's dead. And also sometimes like girls will send me their conversation. They'll be like, or guys, and they'll be like, why didn't they respond? And it's like, because you didn't ask them a question. What was, so you what's an example? Like, conversation going. So like, if they're like, how was your weekend? And you're like, it was so fun. Like I went to like Surf Lodge with my friends. Right. And they don't respond. You're like, why didn't they? Because well, you didn't ask them how you their didn't say, weekend how was. How was your weekend? Right. Or, or like a more common one is like the last, how was weekend? You'll be like, it was good. I did this. Like, how was yours? And they'll be like, it was good. I did this. Like, what are you up to? I don't know. Just like, you know, you know what it's like when you don't ask a question. Right. Just like, well, then it falls flat. It falls flat. It falls flat. So like, ask a question always. And I just think at the end of the day, like, don't overthink that too much because if they really like you, they are not going to not like you because you sent another question. Or you know what I'm saying? Like, they're not going to just change their mind completely because of a text. Like, I don't know if like, don't overthink it. Just like whatever feels right. Do it. Just don't be crazy. Totally. (laughs) Exactly. Um, wow. So many people want to hear. Oh my God. So many questions. It's, it's crazy. Someone said relationships that turn into more of a partnership, but why wouldn't, weren't they always a partnership? Wait, relationships that turn into more of a part, like, what do you mean? What is it? I don't, I don't know. That's why I asked you, like, that's kind of confusing. I don't know what that means exactly. Can you clarify person on the other end? I don't know. (laughs) Okay. This person said how to debunk the one theory. Like, I guess they mean the theory that there's one person for everyone. Yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily agree. Do you think there's one for everyone? Cause no I don't. Shot. <laughs> there's a lot of ones. There's, I was just going to say there's yeah. so many ones. And I think, again, I think it goes back to movies and like rom-coms and whatever we were fed and growing up is that there's like a soulmate for everyone. But it's, I don't believe that. I think I think it's, I think it's dependent on the time of your life, like where you are in your mm. life and that period of time. And 
that might be your person for the rest of time till the day you die. Right. But things might also shift. Like we're evolving every day, every year, every whatever. So that person for you might change. Unfortunately, it might end up not working and there might be another person for you. There's definitely right. not one person for you. Right. False. <laughs> <laughs> completely false. I feel like that's why a lot of people stay in miserable relationships. Of course they do because they're scared there's no one else. There are like 6 billion people in this world, right? Yeah. Something it's crazy. it's ridiculous. Do you know of any proposals gone wrong? Ooh, I feel like I do. Um, and I've it, never heard anyone saying no. No, you no, no, I'm I and it wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't how they, okay, this is going to be so vague. So, but brief, I feel like it wasn't how it was a friend of a friend of a friend sort of thing. Mm. It wasn't how they proposed. It wasn't the way they proposed. It wasn't. And I think they ended up getting engaged. They just, she just wasn't ready or something. Like it was one of those, like, not yet. It's way too soon. Mm. But I wouldn't say it went wrong because then they they got married. But I mean, typically when you're proposing, you better fucking say yes. Right. Yeah, And I mean, you better fucking know if the person's ready or not. Like, exactly. I'm kind of like, it's on you if you don't. When do you think you should talk about marriage in a relationship? Like at what point? Is there like a month into like I feel like a year right like a certain I feel like it depends because I have friends that like date someone for three months they talk about it they get married six months later like it's just one of those fast-tracked relationships I don't think that's the norm um but I I don't necessarily do you think there's a rule like I don't think there's a rule about that I think it's when it feels I think when it's when it feels right like a lot of people say like oh you need to have like like after a year like you should know if you're marrying them I would you agree you're wasting your time x y and z yeah. but I don't think that's true because like if like maybe you I don't know like it's possible that you don't want to like this is controversial to say but like ruin the excitement of like well there's something to be said about that yeah like there is something exciting about not knowing I think more people whether or not it's going to end up in marriage. I have more people that I've I don't know if I've read articles where like people are actually not getting married like so soon and because they don't want to ruin that excitement. Like I know someone they live apart but they're like in the best relationship ever. They just don't right. want to rock the boat. Totally. But I think it also depends on age because if I was 22 and dating and like hooking up with these guys and whatever and I'm like talk, I mean it's a little different like if we were together a year and we didn't know about getting married, that's okay. But like maybe at 32, it's different if you're together a year. Yeah, it's also because like true. literally if you want to have kids, too. your like biological clock is different. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Someone asked how to be a good partner to your partner. And to- I feel like this, you have to, you have to know a lot about, especially through therapy. Like yeah. what are yeah. like three things I that you're like, her. Julie, are you doing this today? Like, did you yeah. ask him blah, blah, blah? Yeah. Um, it, like I, it, again, it sounds like, okay, I've read this before, but communication is everything. And I did not realize that until this last year. And so I would say one of those, so one of those three things would be to communicate. If I'm, if I'm remotely annoyed with him or mad, or he said something or something with a, like something that has to do with, that's making me not my normal, just like fine, good, happy self. I need to talk about it. Like it even like the hardest things to talk about are the ones you have to talk about. I've realized. Um, so I would say communicate, like just communicate whatever you're feeling, fucking talk about it. Right. Like make yourself vulnerable. Make yourself vulnerable because that's when the connection and the good things happen. Mm. And it's so hard and scary to do that even as a married person, but you just have to. So I would say communication. I would say um, cur- being staying curious. 
um, he and I, one of our things in therapy was like, I wasn't as, you know, at times as interested in like his job and what's going on with him. And I kind of got wrapped up in my shit. And he's always so like, tell me more like about the podcast and this. And so I realized like, it's not about, it's not the Julie show, like not anymore. Like I'm married. It's not just about me. You can't really be selfish when you're married. And, uh, and so it's staying curious about like what's going on in their world. And, uh, so I think that's two. Um, and then the third thing would probably be, I mean, you kind of have to make sure your physical life, like sex is, is Mm. something like my therapist is very big on like, if you're not having sex, like your relationship's kind of doomed. And what is having sex to you? Yeah. What's the frequency? Yeah. Well, (laughs) it's, it's, let's say that you lived in the same place. If we lived in the same place, I mean, I would say ideally, um, like a few times a week, is oh, ideal, wow. but you're not, you're, are you, you're like five times a day or something. No, the opposite. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I don't I do like a few times a, a week. A lot of like a lot of my friends in marriages yeah. and engagements and with partners like are lucky if they're having sex once a week. Oh, no, for sure. In an ideal yeah. world, I think for, it would be awesome if you were doing it a few times a week. Right. In our, my world, um, yeah, once a week if we're lucky. And then of course, you know, I might have my period one week and so we're not doing it, you know? So it's like a few sure. times a month. Yeah. Um, but you don't want to lose that. You don't want to lose it. And especially, and then like ours kind of went away for a while and that really fucked us up. Right. You don't want to lose that. And also like, I'm, I, I mean, I'm not trying to get pregnant right now, but right. I assume that when I am trying to get pregnant, whenever that is, I need to be having frequent sex. Yes. So well, it's like y- actually scary if you're not. Well, oh, definitely. And especially like you have to do it when you're ovulating and like you have to know and you might have to do it every day or every other day for a week at a time, you know. So yeah, you better enjoy sex. (laughs) Would you say that your type, as in like the person that you're, the kind of person you're interested in changed over time? Like as you were younger into like now your husband? ish. Like I was, I used to, I mean, who wasn't, but I used to always be about the bad boy. Um, I was, I'm, you know, they had to be, physically a certain way. And, um, I was just very into more of the arrogant, cocky guys. Like I just was attracted to that. Mm. And that was my thing. My husband, while yes, I think he's so good looking, so hot. He's not the bad boy. He's right. way more preppy than I ever thought with a guy that I would be with. Mm. Um, so I definitely think it changed, but I don't think it changed because of, I think it just changed because I ended up meet, well, re-meeting him. We knew each other, re-meeting him and realizing, oh, I'm really into him. But then like, wait, you don't have all the you don't check the boxes necessarily of the guy I used to like, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. So I think it just changed with age and like maturity. Like why was I going for the bad boys? You know, like I think we all go for the bad boys. (laughs) Of course we do. It's so fun. That's just what we do until we're mature. Until we're mature. So I think it comes with age. Yeah. Yeah. So we only have a few more minutes. So I want to do this one fun activity. And then I'm going to ask you your quote. Oh, yeah. But the fun activities, someone asked what men say to women when they don't want to be in a relationship. So I'm going to make that more general. So like what people say when they don't want to be in a relationship. So basically what we're going to do is we're going to go back and forth saying a different thing that is said when you don't want to be in a relationship. Not necessarily good or bad, just like what people say. Well, kind of. So like I'll start. Okay. Like work has been really busy right now. Okay. Um it's not you, it's me. Is that a good example? That's good. Is that where we're going with it? Okay. Um, I really like hanging out with you. Um, I mean, I met someone else. Ooh, we just be blind. Is that me? That was me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm not a hundred percent sure what I want right now. 
I don't know if I can commit. Oof, that, was, <laughs> that was stabbing. Um, Are those bad? I'm That's not bad. ready to delete my dating apps. Ooh, um, I don't. Um, I I still want to see what's out there. I'm not ready to settle. I think you might have said something. I still I don't mm. want to settle down yet. I don't see us getting married, but I'm really enjoying what this is right now. Ooh, uh, ooh, ow. Um, I, I just don't feel it anymore. Mine are really mean. <laughs> Yours are very realistic. But I know. <laughs> um, I feel like you're so negative. I prefer hanging out with my friends. I don't want to lose you, but I really care about you. Mm. That one's a tricky one. Yeah, that one's a like, tricky one. Like, so, that one so I, they like me. That's a tricky one. And also yeah. one like, I... I need a break, but let's touch base like next, in a couple months. Mm. It's like, well, well, that could, oh, in a couple months. That's right. Or maybe a couple weeks. Um, I really like what we have right now and I don't want to ruin it. AKA, Wait, that's tricky. So that's tricky, but, but basically that's saying like, I like that we're not dating and I don't want to date and ruin it. You see uh, what I'm saying? Like don't rock the boat. Don't yeah, why yeah, yeah. break it if it's, or why fix it if it's not broken? Right. So meaning like they just want to keep fucking you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that, yeah, that one's tough. Um, I, I, this is hard. It's hard. Because I'm thinking I don't want to be mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, that's not what, what they think when that, they're saying. Right. True. Um, we could do like two more. Okay. I, I feel like we've done them all. Hey, we've done really, this is, we covered a lot of we them. We covered um, a lot. I just, timing's just not right. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, that one's a killer. That one's a killer. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think something that I just feel like we're too different. I just think we're too similar. <laughs> ah, that's good. That's so good. Okay. Amazing. Okay. We're going to end the episode, sadly. I can't this is so fun. Ready. I know. So fun with a quote or a piece of advice that you have for our listeners. Oh, God, I have so many quotes. I, I could list 20. So inter- let's do a piece of advice. Um, don't take it all so seriously because uh, don't take it all so seriously and ask yourself if what's bothering you or an issue for you, is it going to be an issue for you in five days, mm, five hours, yep. five, five months, five years? Um, and just don't take it all so seriously. Life yeah. is so short. It's so... True. Have fun and wear a condom and yep. have good sex. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I love it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank Julie. you. Where this can was people so fun. find you? Listen to you. Um, stalk yeah. You. Hashtag no filter on anywhere you can listen to a podcast at Julie Lauren 14 on Instagram, Twitter, everywhere, and JulieLauren.com. I love write it. Blog posts and there. if you're listening and you happen to be a manufacturer of Diet Coke, <laughs> You can send Julie and I you, lifetime supplies. Yes. Or like sponsor us or uh-huh. maybe ship us a fountain soda machine for our apartments. Oh my uh-huh. God. I thought about it. Yeah, yeah. Like the one of the movies where you get to 100%. choose the different ones, 100%. but it's Diet Coke and all. That would be a dream. It's like Diet Coke and the Diet Coke yes. happy free just yes. in case it's like the middle Too of the later. night. Yes. You yes. Know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you so much, Julie. You've been amazing. Thank you. And um, hope everyone enjoyed the episode. Bye. Woo, love it. Thank you so much, guys. And hope everyone enjoyed the episode. Write us a review on the podcast app or go to wemetatacme.com for more information on our upcoming events. Thanks for listening. Bye.